The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. We got big problems, people, from the floor to the debt ceiling. Although, shouldn't it be debt basement? We keep digging a bigger and bigger hole and we're on our way to China, quite literally at this point. In the words of the money wizard himself, Tiger King, I'm never going to financially recover from this. Coming up on the show today, a quick story, a new sponsor, and the 10 new words that Oxford has added to the dictionary for 2023. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to 103.9 The Show. Your flagship station for unimportant things. 103.9 The Sean. Alright, welcome back into the show everybody. I hope you're having a great day so far, week, night, year. Whenever you are, wherever you are, we are thankful for you. So thank you for listening. If you would like to help us, please, for the love of God, help us. You can send a DM to 103.9 The Sean on Instagram, 1039 The Sean on Twitter, or send us an email, 103.9 The Sean at gmail.com. We will accept anything you want to send us uh, hate mail, whatever's on your mind, uh, questions of the week, debate topics, sports, um, whatever you want to send, we'll take it. So basically, that way, our Inbox is not filled with just spam emails. I got an email today from a phishing email that was supposed to look like or was trying to look like Amazon. And uh, they're not very smart because at the top of the email it said, Dear Costumer. Not customer, costumer. As if I'm constantly walking around dressed up as Captain America or Gumby. Dear Costumer, I guess whatever clown clicks on an email like that is wearing face paint daily. But anyway, feel free to send us a DM or email. We would love to hear from our listeners out there. We've got a couple. There's a couple of you just barely hanging in there. Uh, One day we'll be down to zero. But for now, we are thankful for you, whoever you are, wherever you are. And uh, keep spreading the show to friends and foes. If you listen from start to end, please tell a friend. If you hate the show, please tell a foe. Just remember that golden rule. Some of your friends might want to become foes after this, and vice versa. A foe might want to become friends, so it's risky. The old double-edged sword. But anyway, we'll get into it. So the other night... uh, my fiance and I are sitting watching TV. We hear a pop that sounded like a can of soda that exploded. Kind of like a pop fizz situation. We're like, that was weird. What the hell was that? I check the fridge. Nothing's overflowing. A couple minutes later, we hear another one. And we're like trying to locate the noise. 
I walk closer towards the TV and I see that there's smoke coming up from the TV. And so immediately shut the TV off, unplugged it, and that was that for for that Weston. Um, so we had to upgrade. Um, based on the living room, we couldn't get that much bigger of a TV, but I picked up a new Amazon Fire TV, so we made a little slight upgrade. And when you go to hook up the Amazon Fire TV and get it all set up, it prompts you with a statement that says, your remote needs to install an update. We've come a long, long way from the first TVs where you had to get up to change the channel or the volume or anything like that. Now the remotes have updates. Could you imagine trying to explain that to a 70-year-old in the 1960s? That one day the remotes would need updates? They wouldn't even know what a remote is let alone having the remote need an update. So I guess my question to you is, has technology come too far and it's just too much now? I mean, listen, I'm kind of over-exaggerating a little bit here. The update for the remote didn't take that long, but still, have we gone too far? Is it too much? Maybe I'll put a little poll on the Instagram and we'll see if the seven listeners out there will, uh, will vote. But... If you'd like to share your thoughts, we'd be more than happy to air them on the next show. My opinion is no, but we're kind of getting there. Because obviously, the smarter you make technology, it's smart TV, smart remote, smart coffee maker, smart this, smart that. The more shit that can go wrong, and then it you know, it breaks, and they basically these companies plan to basically have the item be obsolete within a few years that you got to buy another one so that they make more money and it's all just a bunch of bullshit so have we reached the point where we just want technology to kind of stop improving so rapidly or should we just say full pedal to the metal and really see what the future holds i'm going to leave that grand question up to you the listeners we'll be right back after the break. Are you feeling more out of place on a sports betting website than a person at Five Guys with a peanut allergy? Are you feeling more counterproductive than red wine flavored Tums? Or a tissue that's designed to make you sneeze even more? Well, then it's time to play No Stress Bets. With no stress bets, you give your money to the betting experts, they make bets for you, and they take a cut of your winnings. If they lose your money, at least you'll have done something smarter than starting that injured player who rode the pine pony all night long. With no stress bets, your lack of sports knowledge won't cost you nearly as much or hurt nearly as bad. Use promo code MOOLAH, that's M-O-O-L-A. For a free $15 bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-DUMBASS. Your flagship station for unimportant things. 103.9 The Sean. 
All right, everybody, we're into the second half of the show. On this half of the show, we are going to be reading live, unrehearsed, the 10 new words in the Oxford Dictionary. I'm interested to see what was added, what they felt the need to include. I'm going into this with about a 7 out of 10 interest level, and I'm sure that yours is lower than mine and you may have crashed your car intentionally on the way to work or beat yourself over the head with a baseball bat but here it goes anyway number 10 agrivaltiax is there a pronunciation key agrivaltiax The simultaneous use of an area of land for farming and for electrical generation using photovoltaic solar panels. Okay, so it's a it's a combination of farming and solar panels. Very 2023. CODA C O D A definition a person who has one or more parents or guardians who are deaf or hard of hearing. And it says, fun fact, those though this acronym has been used since the 90s, it was recently popularized by Oscar-winning 2021 movie of the same name, CODA. Oh, kind of like CODA. I need to use codes to, com- to communicate with my deaf parent. Interesting. Something like that. Okay, here's a new phrase. Number three, the crash diet. Whoa there. Definition, a diet intended to result in very rapid weight loss through severe restrictions on calories intake over a relatively short period of time. A crash diet. Do they call it a crash diet because your blood sugar's crashing and you're crashing and basically you're just emaciated trying to drop all this weight so quickly i'm not sure sounds like it fun fact while it's been around for a while the term surged in popularity after it was revealed that kim kardashian lost seven kilograms in three weeks to fit into marilyn monroe's famous mr president dress under absolutely no circumstances should anyone try this so why are they egging people on by including it as a new word not smart oxford Oh, number four, DAP. This is officially in the dictionary. The casual gesture of greeting, acknowledgement, or affirmation typically involving slapping palms, bumping fists, or snapping fingers. Let me DAP you up. We've all DAP someone up at this point, I think. So now it's official. Uh, number five, final girl. Definition, a stock female character who survives to defeat or evade after the other characters have been killed and who is typically portrayed as intelligent, serious, cautious, and chaste. Or chaste? I don't know how you say that. Um, interesting. That's like a phrase. The final girl? That's weird. Um, moving on to number six, mononym. A one-word name 
typically given name or nickname by which someone, especially a celebrity, is known. Okay, that makes sense. That's like a legit word. Surprising that this wasn't a word already. Fun fact, the New York Times seems to have coined the term in 1962, yeah, that's what I thought, in reference to Capucine, a French model and actress with notable roles in Pink Panther and What's New Pussycat. So other examples are Play-Doh, Elvis, Pele, Beyonce, Zendaya, so a mononym, someone that's only known by one name. And if you're driving to work right now, the guy's switching lanes without a blinker, his mononym is Asshole. All right, moving on. Parasocial. This ought to be interesting. Designating a relationship characterized by the one-sided, under-reciprocated sense of intimacy felt by a viewer, fan, or follower for a well-known or prominent figure, typically a media celebrity, in which the follower or fan comes to feel, falsely, that they know the celebrity as a friend. Ooh, scandalous. Says, fun fact, search volume for terms spiked massively in September 2021 after news broke that comedian John Mulaney was expecting a baby with actress Olivia Munn. His fans felt betrayed as Mulaney had built his fame in large part on being a wife guy, then married to artist Anna Marie Tendler, who didn't want children. In an attempt to explain fans' intimate devastation, writers published dozens of articles on the dangers of parasocial relationships. So all those people out there that have a parasocial relationship, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. Okay. Ooh, I think you guys have probably heard of this one. Porch pirate. A person who steals parcels that have been delivered and left unattended outside the intended recipient's home. Those Bastards are real pesky, especially around Black Friday and Christmas season. You got to watch out for porch pirates and uh, get one of those ring cameras installed so at least you can catch that pirate on tape and hopefully have some things to give the authorities and hopefully you're not losing a pricey item from that damn pirate. Moving on, super yacht. Why wasn't this already a word? An exceptionally large or powerful yacht, especially one that is extravagantly luxurious and used for cruising. So it's just a yacht except more fucking expensive. Fun fact, in any age of extreme wealth inequality, super yachts are obviously reserved for the exceptionally rich. The most expensive super yacht is named the History Supreme and is rumored to be owned by Malaysian businessman Robert Koak. It reportedly cost $4.8 million and comes coated in gold. This does $4.8. They, they must have a typo here. I know that Jeff Bezos' super yacht is around $500 million, So maybe this was supposed to say $400 million, $480 million? I don't know. Moving on, super yacht did not really deliver. I think there's only one word left. Text speak, language regarded as characteristic of text messaging and other forms of electronic communication often consisting of abbreviations, acronyms, 
emoticons or emojis, etc. TextSpeak has so thoroughly permeated our daily vocabulary that in 2015, the OED named the laughing face emoji the word of the year. Wow. According to data from Oxford University Press, that emoji was the most used pictograph in 2015, compromising nearly 20% of emoji use in the United States and the UK. All right, well, we hope that you are using the laughing face emoji when you're thinking about this show, either sincerely or sarcastically, uh, because either you loved it so much or you hated it and you are wondering why you ever hit the play button. If you listen from start to end, please tell a friend. If you hated the show, please tell a foe. There's got to be someone out there that you can send this show to. If you would like to follow us on Instagram, once again, we are 103.9theshawn, Twitter, 1039theshawn, and email 103.9theshawn at gmail.com. Coming up after the break, we're going to be detailing the top 10 ways that America can go on a crash diet and stop all this goddamn spending. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to 103.9 The Show.